0: Of the 875 million users on the network, 180 million are senior-level executives, 10 million are C-level executives. You will also be able to drive results with targeting and measurement tools built specifically for B2B. And they work. Audiences exposed to brand messages on LinkedIn are six times more likely to convert. LinkedIn Ads is also ranked number one for security, community, and ad experience as part of Business Insider's Digital Trust Study. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com mpn and claim your credit. That's linkedin.com mpn. Terms and conditions apply. Freelancing and online marketing often looks ideal from the outside, but what's inside? Many time-consuming challenges. SEMrush offers over 50 tools and reports to assist you in every step of your routine, from competitive and keyword research to link building and technical SEO. SEMrush is your digital team member. Let's hit it off. Grab your free trial today and see measurable results. Go to bit.ly slash semrushmpn. That's bit.ly, B-I-T slash M-P-N. So
1: being a profitable podcaster is what every podcaster really wants to be. Even the ones that tell me they don't want to, like, I know that's what you want. Like, you're saying you don't want to now, but if I paid you for your show, you would say yes, let's be honest. So today I want to get into how you can be a profitable podcaster, really one of the biggest mistakes that most hosts are making to stop them from making money. Because there are certain things you can do that really eliminate all your money-making opportunities. So let's get into it. good people i'm coach chris before i get started i want to say thank you for being here i appreciate you if you're watching on youtube i really appreciate you thank you so much make sure you get your copy of the business of podcasting i'm super excited to finally have this book out to help podcasters become profitable and we're just going to get right into it man the first mistake that most podcasters make when they're trying to be profitable is selling too much too soon and i know it sounds crazy because like obviously i think you should sell stuff but sometimes it's it's a thing is selling too much too soon. Like I've seen podcasters that, in their first week of having their show, they're selling a masterclass, a course. They got a mastermind. They sell T-shirts and hats. It's Like, look, you gotta relax. You can sell stuff, but you don't want to be so eager to make money that you ignore the content. And what I notice is, I usually see a lot of podcasters who do one or the other. Either they focus on you know being profitable and. You know helping people with great content all that stuff or they go overboard with it and they're just doing an absurd amount of selling where it's like everything they touch they want to sell it on the show and that sounds like a good idea but it's just it's not only because when you're selling that much you don't get any feedback from your audience right you want to be able to hear them and what they think is important what they want to buy and when i say too soon what i mean by too soon is you probably haven't made enough money off of one product yet your show is probably new. Like if you're trying to sell five different products, that doesn't make sense if you haven't sold one very well. And my rule of thumb is this. If one product that I have has not made over $10,000, I don't want to sell anything else. I'm focused on this one product, right? Now, after that product does really well, I'll keep that one, you know, on no a promotional train and I'm going to bring on another product. But the reason why you take your time in promoting these products is you want to make sure that they work. You don't want to be promoting a bunch of stuff that people don't really want to buy. Now you're wasting time. Now you're wasting so much time and money. You done recorded this course and set up this mastermind. You got a whole email sequence going over here. You got a funnel over here. It becomes so much all over the place that you lose yourself. And your audience can't really catch up with you. They don't know what you're selling and what you'll be talking about this week. And a lot of marketers do this. And you don't want to do this as a podcaster because it just it decreases the value of whatever you're putting out there, whatever you're selling, whatever you're helping people with, even if it's good, because you have so much of it, it's seen as less valuable. That's just the truth. And I'll give you a comparison. If you go into certain stores like Forever 21 or whatever, when you walk in, they have all their stuff laid out. You can go up to them and ask them, hey, I got this on the other side of the back. No, we don't. This is all we got. Cool. When you go into a premium store like Louis Vuitton, Coach, Gucci, They have one of a lot of their stuff out, right? they don't have everything out. They don't fill up the shelves and stock it as much as they can. They put one here and one there and one there. It's kind of a scarcity thing. Now, you don't know this more in the back. You still have to ask, but which one do you perceive to be better? Most likely the high-end store, simply because it's already better because they don't have to fight for space, right? It's not a crowded shelf. Like I was in a... What is it? Foot Locker Foot Foot Action last week. And I'm literally just in there trying to grab something off the rack and I can't grab it because it's so stuffed with stuff. And that's how your podcast sounds if you have 15 products you are promoting at once. Now, I get it. If you want to have a store set up and everything, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm saying until you made decent money on at least one product or service, don't try to add more. Be patient and build those over time. I promise you, this is the best thing you can do. Because then you get to feedback feed, feed from your audience. You get to know what they like, what they don't like, why they like it, how much they'll pay for something else. Like, Actually sell something to them, get them the outcome first, and then you can build on that over time. Now, I know because of what I just said and what I just explained, number two is going to sound crazy. But I'm telling you, this is facts. It is very, 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 very very important that you actually market the product that you do have. And I think the biggest problem here is the lack of understanding. Because when I say market your product, I don't simply mean post links everywhere. That's not marketing. That's not gonna get people to say, huh, I like this, let me go and buy it. That's not marketing. Marketing is you catch people's attention and then you show them you can give them the outcome that they want. You show them you have something that they want. That's marketing. So if you're marketing a new masterclass, for example, that doesn't mean you go and post a link on Twitter and then a link on Instagram and then something in a story on Instagram and then something on LinkedIn and say, "Hey, go and buy this." That's not marketing at all. That's very, very just lazy. And in the long run, what you'll notice is that's honestly detrimental to whatever you're trying to sell, because now your audience looks at you and says, well, "You don't take this serious." You know, you ain't trying to really get nothing out of this and you mess up the brand. Your your presentation now is kind of on a negative side. I know to me personally, I look at marketers and business owners crazy when I see them promoting a new thing every week and they're never just focused and dialed in. It lets me know, you probably don't even know a problem you solve. You probably don't know how you can help me. If I came to you right now with 10 grand, you probably couldn't help me that much. Just the truth. So, I think it's important that you have a clear, clear marketing plan on what you want to put out there to the world. And when you have this marketing plan set up, the best thing you do is you be patient with one thing in the beginning. Because what I've noticed too is once you understand how an audience interacts with your products, you understand their problems and all of that, once you start to learn your audience more, you can put out products faster, right? But in the beginning, you have to have one and then market that one. Develop a whole plan for how you're going to market this one product one just one how are you going to market it to where let's say 50 people a day get to see this thing i'm not even saying sales numbers i'm talking about something you can control getting 50 people to click the the landing page or whatever to see the product right until you have a plan on how you're going to do that and then double it and then double it and be consistent with that you shouldn't be focused on trying to get every single Probably just don't, it won't work. You're trying to launch with 10 products. I've seen podcasters doing this. It just, it makes no sense to me. Like, why do you have 15 products and you have, you have more products than episodes? That's terrible. That is horrible. That lets me know you probably aren't even making money from any of these things. Like most of the people I know that have more than five seven products, maybe they never make any money because they're always all over the place, switching it up. You're so much better off having one solution that you that you provide, one product for that solution, and then selling that and focusing on it for a long period of time. That's how you're going to build the most trust and credibility with your community. All right. So this last one is very controversial, but I, it shouldn't be, you know, it shouldn't be because when it comes to marketing, you have to think outside of just your show. Like if you only market right on your podcast, that's only going to get you so far, right? And I know this because I know podcasts that have 200,000 downloads and they sort of peaked in terms of lead generation. Now they have to use other avenues to get people to listen to the podcast and then convert or just go from other avenues straight to conversion. But if you only use the podcast to promote, I mean, you can't be profitable. You need to use all the platforms at your disposal. And I think social is obviously super important. Um, I think obviously email is useful, but... What you got to do is have a plan, man. That this is what helps me. It's having a plan on how I'm going to market. Like, before I put it out or I do anything else, how am I going to get people to see this that I want to buy it? What's my plan? What's step one through five? And when you can break it all the way down, then you even start to see in your head, okay, this is where this many people can come from. And then maybe this many people come from over here. And now you're putting the plans in motion so that you can win in the long run. So I really think, more podcasters have to kind of, I would say be patient and don't rush this process. Like, trust me, it's much easier for you when you're patient, you talk to your audience, you see what they want, what they need help with, and then you go and make it. And then you come back, hey, this is what I made. What do you think about it? Do you like it? Do you love it? Blah, blah, blah. Now, boom, that person's going to take action, either buy from you or they're not. It's that simple. But when you skip the line, when you skip the process and you try to just start making stuff, now you've recorded a bunch of stuff, you made a bunch of tools and all of that, and nobody's buying it. That's not what you want. You wanted to avoid that. So, uh, from my perspective, the best way to avoid that is to really, really connect with your audience and see what their problems are and then provide a solution. That kind of process is virtually unbeaten. So, I want to thank you for tuning in, man. Thank you for being here. Before I go, make sure you get your copy of. The business of podcasting it is linked down below. And this is the only book that's going to help you actually make every episode profitable. Like, I can guarantee that. So, I want you to go and check it out or hit me up on Twitter at
0: Instagram or Twitter at the coach Chris underscore. I'll see you next time. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Lacey Boggs hosts and produces a great podcast called Ace Stone Marketing Detective, a little bit different than your normal podcast on MPN. Lacey, tell us what these fine folks will get when they listen. Ace Stone Marketing Detective is a fully scripted and produced fictional radio play that follows crack marketing detective Ace Stone as she bamboozles the bad guys, and detects dastardly deeds in the marketing industry. The podcast is a funny, tongue-in-cheek look at content marketing, shady marketers, and suspicious marketing techniques online. And I think it's a fun new way to have a business podcast that improves that marketing can be playful and effective. Where can people subscribe to this thing? You can go to AceMarketingDetective.com or find it in your favorite podcast player or go to the Marketing Podcast Network. You heard her. Go subscribe.